Can we get God a hand of praise, please? Amen. Yeah, he he uh, he asked me a few weeks ago, and I tried everything I could to get up out of it. Uh, I finally just gave up. I was like, "All right, I'll go ahead and do what I need to do." Uh, and then and then there's a person I called to try to replace me, and he had the audacity to show up this morning. <laughs> I was like, "Man, if y'all think he can sing, he can really preach." Amen. Amen. So, but uh, next time you on, I don't care if you ain't on, you on. Amen. First, giving honor to God and the pastor and all the ministers on the roster and my my, my wife, Danita. Wave your hand. Where you at? There you go. Wave it high. Put that recording down. Amen. <laughs> Bless you. Um, yeah, I don't, you know my motto. I, I like to what? get in, get out, and get ahead. Amen. We ain't going to be here all day. I can only do what I can do. Amen. If you have your Bibles, can you go to the book of Luke? The book of Luke. Book of Luke, the seventh chapter. Everybody say Luke 7. Luke 7, Luke 7, Luke 7, Luke 7, and we're going to read verses uh, 12 through 15, Luke 7, verses 12 through 15, I pray that the Lord uh, inspires you like he inspired me by reading this. Only thing I'm trying to do is relay the message, amen, and hopefully I relate in a, in a way that it touches your, your mind and reaches your heart, Amen. That's the only goal. That's all we're trying to do. So I pray that the Lord gives it to you the way he gave it to me. Luke 7. Everybody say Luke 7. If you got it, say I got it. Amen. So Luke 7, we're going to read verses 12 through 15. 12 through 15. And it reads from the New Living Translation. New Living Translation. A funeral procession was coming out as he approached the village gate. Who is he? Jesus. The young man who had died was a widow's only son. A large crowd from the village was with her. Verse 13. When the Lord saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion. Don't cry, Jesus said. Verse 14 says, then he walked over to the coffin and touched it. And the bearers stopped. Young man, Jesus said. I tell you, get up. Verse 15. Then the dead boy sat up and began to talk. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. May the Lord have a blessing to the hearing and the reading of his word. If you remain on your feet while we go to prayer. Lord, we love you, honor you, and thank you for another day. This is all I ask that you do. Just speak through me to your people. Lord, it's not about me. It's not about my vernacular. We ask that you just let them hear your voice and what you want them to take out of this verse, God. I can only tell them what you told me to tell them. But do what you do, Jesus. We also ask that you bind any spirits contrary to your spirit. Bind them where they at and keep them where they at. Keep them away from this place today. All these things we ask in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. 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 Tell somebody, it won't last. It won't last. Say it with some authority. It won't last. There's a song that says, trouble don't last always. It don't last always. It's raining right now, but it don't last always. It ain't going to last. Listen, the reality is that things are going to happen in our lives that are contrary to popular belief. They're, 
they, it seems as if we are in dead situations. There's a there's 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 only I only want you to write this down. If you get nothing out of this lesson, I need you to write this down. When I'm in His will, I don't have to worry. I only need to watch and wait. Everybody say watch and wait. When I'm in His will. All I need to do is watch and wait. There's three points that I need you to jot down. In verse 12, we have a conflict. Everybody say conflict. In verse 13 and 14, we have a confrontation. Confrontation. And in verse 15, we have a conclusion. We have a conclusion. We have a conflict. We have confrontation. Then we have the conclusion. In your life, you're going to encounter adversity. In one shape or another, I'm reminded of a story. There's a man, this is a true story. This is a true story because I used to work with him. There's a man. I knew, you you know people at work. They talk about each other, amen? <laughs> you know, they don't like certain people. There are certain people who are outcasts. They're not in the clique. They're a little different. They're a little weird. But this man, I knew him personally. He loved the Lord, took his kids to church every Sunday, was a good Christian man. But for some reason or another, the people of the office did not care for him that much. I can't tell you why. So I switched jobs because I knew how these people were, amen? I wasn't trying to get in trouble because I can see what they were trying to set up. I moved on. But I, I have a partner that sit next to me, and I told him, I said, hey, I know him. You need to tell him he need to get up out of there. Them people don't like him. Here's the problem. Just a few months after I made that statement, all of a sudden, I look on the news, and guess what? He's been arrested. They had, um, they had plotting schemes to get him in trouble. They had lied about him. They had talked about him. But finally, they got him in a compromising position, so he was now arrested, and they submitted, they submitted his charges. When you know the charges was felonious, we knew they wasn't real. They still submitted the charges, and the district attorney had enough nerve to go ahead and try to prosecute him in the midst of the situation. Let, let me tell you something. There, people love, they love drama. They love drama. They want it, they, they just love it. So I, I'm not surprised that there's a crowd following this lady out, outside of this, this village because they love Funerals. They love the, to hear the new tea. They can't call you to say happy birthday, but they can call you when they want to know the new gossip or want to know what happened in your life. So, so uh, it, it's cold how people are so willing. Willing. You see that there, there's a crowd of bears, and they're literally carrying him, carrying this man out the village. But in order to carry him out to village, they first must have to lift him up. Here's the problem: when you lift somebody up, you're making me closer to Jesus. When you when you when you when you're talking about me, when you're misusing me, when when you're uh, abusing me, you're lifting my name up to Jesus. And as long as you keep lifting my name up to Jesus, He can take care of the rest for me. Here's an here's an example. They, if uh, my my uncle Steve, my uncle Steve is sitting right here. Now, if he can say what he want about his mama, but if you say something about his mama, you bet not lift his mama's name up out your mouth. And let him hear it. Why? Because he'll come across that table. Amen? If he's willing to do that for his mama, what do you think God is willing to do for his child? Tell your neighbor, say, keep lifting me up. Keep lifting me up. I used to want to retaliate. I, I, I'm not the only one. Some, some of y'all still cuss in here. Amen? 
And if you're not careful, something will slip out if they talk about the wrong one. Uh, if you talk about Aiden, I can say I can say Aiden's a little, he's a little uh, behaviorally challenged, amen? But if you come in and say he's bad, then we might have some fighting words, amen? <laughs> Don't play. Sister Lawson can say what she want about Brother Lawson, but guess what? If you say something about Brother Lawson, you better watch out. Because Sister Lawson might slap you across your face, amen? There's still some meat on them bones, amen? <laughs> You got, you got to be careful. But they lifted his name up. And not only did they lift his name up, what they did, they tried to prosecute him. There are people in your life, they are willing to carry you out and throw you away. They're willing to carry you out and bury you. The only thing that they really want to do is get rid of you. They're literally waiting for the moment. I know for a fact they were waiting for the chance to get this man. I know it, I seen it, I heard them, they were backdoor scheming. And they said, finally got my chance. This is the opportunity. So they, so they, they try to persecute this man. And, and, and I, 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 in order for them, they had to lift him up first. But the problem is God heard his cry. That's where we have the confrontation. Why is it, God, that I'm trying to do everything that I'm supposed to do but yet, still, I still seem to be getting prosecuted by the people around me. I still seem to be getting uh, talked about by the people around me. When all I'm trying to do is your will. All I'm trying to do is what's right. But yet, they still coming after me. But I realized something on a flight to Vegas. When it hit turbulence, the captain said, strap your seatbelts on. We're going a little higher. Why? Because they're going to go above the turbulence. As long as they keep talking, you're going to go a little higher. Touch your neighbor and say higher. The higher, higher, higher. The more you talk, the more my God can hear what you are saying. I remember uh, hearing him say, he said, man, I'm not perfect, but I'm attacked. The man said, I'm not perfect, but I'm getting attacked. And I can't understand why they're attacking me. But that's all right. I know who my redeemer is. If you look on the side of a can, it says redemption value. See, what is worthless to some, somebody will reach in that garbage can and dust it off. Because I still have value. Oftentimes we're ready to fight, cuss, and fuss because we forget about who our true person who the redemption value comes from, and that is God. God had enough nerve to say, I'll reach down, I will dust you off, and you're still valuable to me. You're still valuable. Touch somebody, say you're still valuable to God. You're still valuable to God. Not only do we have the conflict, we have the confrontation. So they took him to court. They took this man to court. They have him in court, and they said, listen, sir, you're charged with three felonies. Now I'm really in a dead situation. Everybody done turned their back against me. I got felonies. I'm, I'm, about to, I'm about to lose my job. I've already lost my job. They've already fired me. So now, what am I to do? But I came to tell you, you got a lawyer in Jesus. The problem with some of us is that we like to, and I'm talking about me, I ain't talking about y'all, y'all can take what y'all need. We like to take matters into our own hands. 
that's where things begin to mess up. We like to take matters in our own hands. Not only did they carry him, they lift him up, but they took him straight to Jesus. See, that your enemies, the Bible says he'll make your enemy your footstool. They didn't realize the whole time while they thought they were doing him wrong, they were lifting him up to God and walking him straight to the man they didn't want him to meet. They carried him straight to Jesus. And, and, and as long as I'm, I could be dead, as long as I'm dead in Christ, because the Bible says only the dead in Christ shall rise. So they, 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 we're at a point where we have a confrontation. We're sitting in court. He don't know what to do. It's going, he done lost his job. He's living off of whatever he's living off of. And he's fighting with these people. He don't know where to go. But I'm telling you right now that God said, I will be with you. Greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. And long as I'm covered, everything is going to be all right. When, when, they put the, when they put the oil over a lamb's head, when they anointed people, it was to protect them. Oftentimes we forget that the word of God is the anointing getting into our heart. Why? So that it can protect us against the noise. If we would realize and look from a different perspective, we'll find out that God is really trying to take us to a new level. He's using your enemies as a step stool to get to the next level. So the more haters that you have, the more people that are fighting against you, the higher you're about to go. And I had a big trouble with this because now I, I slip off into the carnal. Because what, what happened was I tried to take control over it, and I messed it up. See, God had you exactly where he needed you to be. All you had to do was keep on walking. Why? Because it won't last. It won't last. I know it may seem, may seem like it is an extended period, but it's not going to last. Why? Because four days ago, four days ago, I get, a, I get a message uh, uh, from my partner. He says, guess what? They found him not guilty on all charges. Why? But not because he took retaliation, not because he took it into his own hands. Because of the simple fact he decided that I'm just going to let God take care of it. I understand my value. I know what I mean to God. And as long as I'm in his will... All I got to do is watch and wait because I know that he will take care of everything else for me. They found him not guilty. Not only did they find him not guilty, they have to pay him for all the time that he was off for wrong for termination. Not only that, they had to give him his job back. Let God take care of it for you. After you you have the conflict after you have the confrontation. Just wait and watch on the conclusion. God's got it all in control. Bless you.